how are you? Good to be back. Yes, super excited. Fun figuring out this podcasting. Uh, yeah. Talking. It's a good adventure for both of us. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like it. Good. And it's Sunday, and the sun is out, and football is back on. Oh my goodness. And we're going to have a group with our church. It's just fun. Yeah. Trying to look for the fun right now. (laughs) It's like a spiritual discipline. It is. Yeah. 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 Lots of little moments become very bright when it's been kind of like drudgery for so long. Yes. New lip gloss becomes like a glory moment. (laughs) I wish I knew that glory. Well, for you, it's new Lip, shoes yes. or oh, man. something for you, your Jeep. Or... Yes. Man, those are my love language moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, you hooked me up or with food. some. Food is the way to, you know, get yeah. you excited. Yeah, I do get excited way. about food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hooked up my fall wardrobe this week, and I am so stoked We kind of did, like, a capsule. That's such a, like, Instagram word. But just, like, a few key items and then to build around. That's what we did last year, too, and it helps you because you kind of get, like, I get wardrobe fatigue, yes. too. Yes. So I am not very creative, and so it helps me if you just kind of go, these are the yeah. things that go together. And then choose from these. Yes. That helps me <laughs> so much. So That's essentialism. You. That's, that's you know, we yeah. should talk about that That's on another podcast. podcast. That's, That's one, one of our favorite books. Guys, yes. read essentialism yes yes very important and then live that way <laughs> what's essential because <laughs> you can't have everything so today we're going to talk about just people yes we're people having a heart for having people. a heart for people yeah and just what does that look like as people who love jesus and how do we look different maybe than the world or just what we've been used to and especially right now just having a heart for all people and yeah that's that's what jesus had and that's what he's called us to and yeah just what does that look like you know as yeah. we're living out life and yeah it's one of those conversations for me that's really like um oh i need god like yes. anytime we talk about having a heart for people i go oh man like i need so much help jesus with this um just because i think it's for me not something i'm just like naturally like uh I don't know, a warm, bubbly person or whatever. Like, oh, let's go hang out. You know, I really have to work hard. And I hard. struggled the other way. Yes. At our old house, I remember one night I was like, I just need to talk to someone. I just would go out and go knock find, on neighbor's doors or go on a walk to. and talk. I just, I really love people. It yes. makes me cry. Even saying it. Yes, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm a people person. Yes, you're amazing at that. Yeah. I remember when we first even came to start the church, there was a lot of pressure on us about like what kind of church we or were going to start. What we kind were of reach, people sure. we were going to reach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and it was a really good time for us to work through um, this conversation, I think, initially going, yeah, what what does that mean? And what, what kind of bugs us? Because I remember that question always bugged me a ton. Yeah. I think it's because... Jesus didn't come for one box of people. And so it always rubbed us the wrong way in Christian culture when people were saying, are you going to be a seeker church or this kind of church? And we were like, no, we're going to be a church for every kind of person, just people. That's who we're coming for, people. And I think that's what Jesus came for, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, having a, a heart of compassion for people that are, in really rough places mm-hmm. too and not feeling like people got to be like a certain way yeah religiously or otherwise to be able yeah. to like be in relationship with us like yeah. i don't want people to feel like they got to like 
have some sort of weird set of rules if we're going to connect. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to be where they are and feel like they're going to be loved no matter what, yeah. no matter where they are, what's going on in their life, not feel judged or critiqued mm-hmm. by my attitude or my life yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in high school and then well, mostly college, I guess I had a mentor or someone, a job I had, um, with a lady we called PAC Mama. It was yeah. a program called PAC and it was for foster kids in our city. And yeah. that was when Jesus really started to get a hold of my heart of just being around a lot of brokenness and how they were people just like me. And from then on, I feel like I just have always had a heart to be around broken people. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, you even know, like as a pastor's wife, it's harder for me to be around like churchy people. I'm <laughs> yeah. saying with air quotes than lost people. And just God's given me a real soft spot and just, I guess, a calling that he won't let it leave. And I always just have to keep, I have that on like the forefront of my heart, yeah. you know, and that's led us to one heart and some other cool yeah. things that we've got to be in see come now in our city and I just want to encourage yeah people like you need to be around like people that are different than you people that are broken people I mean we're all broken and we know that but broken in different ways or have had life a different way you know than we have and that gives us such a good eternal and healthy perspective instead of a very small limited right not as big of Jesus is so big, you know, I just always think like heaven, like there's every tribe, every language he says is going to be there. And well, his heart is so big too. I think that's the thing Mm, about it. it, Like compassion is such a big heart. It's not a small, narrow heart. It's a Mm -hmm. heart that just loves everybody right where they are. And Jesus was always that way. That was always his like number one thing he did is just compassion. Never Mm -hmm. got frustrated or annoyed at people. Uh, he just was always so compassionate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I get challenged the most and talking about just having a heart for people. I, I was thinking about Tacoma. We, when we first got married, um, we worked at a big church down in South end of Seattle called Tacoma. And uh, it was, um, it was an amazing role that we had junior high pastor um, and being around kind of, they had this Friday night impact was mm-hmm. what it was called. And the guys that had started it long before we got there yeah. handed us the mantle of it. Hundreds and hundreds of middle schoolers. So big. I mean, now when I look back, seven, 800 middle school that, kids. It was insane. It was, it was insane. insane. <laughs> like, I'm like, who has a youth ministry that size nowadays? I, I mean, know. that was a miracle. I, it was a miracle. Remember that night uh, when we had Bishop OG Freeze oh, come yeah. with his hip hop like yeah. crew. And- Talk about being out of your comfort zone. <laughs> I was like a 20 year old white skinny girl from North Idaho. And I was like, can you use me, Lord, crying in the janitor closet in the back, <laughs> getting out of my comfort zone we were so overwhelmed there were so many kids there that night and and god was working powerfully but i just remember even that whole few years there that we were serving there was a there was such a contrast of like these kids that were walking from all over kind of the inner city of tacoma and then we were a part of like a kind of a pretty like upper middle class church that and we're trying to build the bridge between you know those two worlds it was a really I think formative time for us in this. I grew up in a really small town as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And having just that exposure to like a really broken city with Mm -hmm. a lot of need and a lot of 
um, people from all different places in yeah. life and not brokenness wasn't reserved for one social class. No. I mean, being a part of an upper middle class church, yeah. ministering to people brokenness who were very poor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. It just looked different in different circles. Yeah. And, and I think that really helped shape a lot of our, our heart for people. Yeah. You know? And ministry. Like <clears throat> we didn't want it to be segregated into this is outreach. Right. And these are the people you reach out to. And <laughs> I think we can do that, you know, especially if you follow Jesus, there can be some of that. And I think Jesus's heart is, it's just all people all the time. Yeah. And that's how we want our church to be, our family to be, yeah. um, just the kind of people, the culture yeah. we want, our girls who are amazing at that as well. Yeah. I mean, I look at their friends and, you know, they're just all different. And right. I love that. Yeah. I love that our family and our home can be a spot that, you know, all kinds of people can feel welcome. And- yeah. Don't you think it has a lot to do with exposure to like who you're around? Like yeah. We, we tend to get kind of in our own little circle of, mm-hmm. of people and conversations and social media feeds. Everything sounds right. the same and looks the same and feels the same. And I know with our girls, just being able to take them to different parts of the world has mm-hmm. been a big part of our parenting heart. Like, yeah, let's get them around lots of different people. I remember, I mean, you could talk about one heart in a second, but I was thinking about when we drove down when we were looking at the one heart building mm-hmm. originally yeah. and faith few years before that had gone with me to South Africa yeah. and been exposed to extreme poverty and real mm-hmm. brokenness and racial division, all kinds of stuff. And I remember as we're driving down the street where one heart building is the center is faith goes, Hey dad, this feels just like South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, Oh, like brokenness is brokenness mm-hmm. everywhere. And my daughter's recognizing the kind of brokenness we experienced there is right here too in our own city. And just what a cool gift that was to see her exposed and also making those connections, you know, and and understanding like there's people here that we can love and serve too. Mm -hmm. So since it's harder for you to like want to be around people or love people, like what are some ways maybe someone else listening, you know, if they're like... I just get nervous or that's hard for me. Cause I don't, I don't think everyone, you know, you don't need, we all aren't Bob Goff, you know, we can't all be like me who I want to have like a party all the time. Like God's, you know, gifted you maybe just with one person, you know, that he wants you to have a heart for just what does that look like when it's not as natural? Well, I think for one, for me, I have to pray a lot. Like I have to ask God for his heart for people and ask him to like soften my heart a lot. Mm. It doesn't, since it doesn't come natural, I have to like really pray that he would do that in me. It's like fruit of his spirit inside me Mm. is love, you know, joy, peace, patience. Like those things don't come natural. I don't think to any of us really. I think no. some of us are more like relationally nice. Yeah, like but, it or. Yeah, yeah but I, I think um, that's number one for me. And then God always, he's so, I think he's gracious to me. Like when I do pray that he like gives me chances that like if I miss him, I'm a complete idiot. You know, like somebody will like email me out of the blue or a conversation <laughs> just randomly like. Hey, I need help or I need, I need somebody to love me or like, you know, whatever. Like, uh, it's, it's, I feel like God, um, gives me opportunities that I wouldn't naturally create, Mm -hmm. uh, just to love people or be around people that are hurting or struggling. Yeah. And, um, I was thinking about when we first came to plant, remember there was that gal that was working at the community center and she called me Mm -hmm. one day and she's like, Hey, Richie, I know we want to have a church that cares about people that are hurting. 
And she works at this community center right on the edge of town where a lot of like drug addicts and homeless people live in the woods. And, and a guy had walked out of the woods and she called me saying, Hey, his son's here. Can you come have lunch with them? And like, it was like totally God just like setting this up for me to go like minister and love this guy. And we could tell that story another time, but it was, it was amazing that God gave me that chance. And like, okay, but tell the rest. Okay. Some people might not know. And this is one of the stories that does keep us going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was Tyson. And, um, his son was at the community center for an after school program. I think he was like seven or eight years old at the time. And, and Tyson was strung out on drugs and went there, had lunch with him, shared Jesus with him. And I remember just being so brokenhearted because he just said thanks, but no thanks, essentially walked mm-hmm. back out into the woods, back to his addiction. And um, I think three weeks later, he got picked up by the cops for trying to steal something to feed his addiction. In jail, God rescued him, mm-hmm. got a hold of his so heart, amazing. saved his soul. He came out of out of jail, got connected at Teen Challenge here locally. We love Teen Challenge. Love Shout Teen, out Challenge. Teen Challenge. Love those guys. Has um, grew there, got sober for years, interned, and eventually got hired part-time staff, got a degree in like helping people, got married. Comes to our South Hills church. Yes. And now he's running the entire teen challenge in the whole. It makes me cry. He's washed it. I know. I mean, he's one of my favorite guys, one of my Mm. favorite friends. And and that was totally just God doing that. It wasn't like me being all super strategic and like awesome, loving guy, you know, yeah. it was just Jesus giving me opportunity yeah. to, to respond. And I think yeah. that's really the big encouragement I would say is when God does give you opportunities, just to, just to step into it. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to say when I got there to lunch with this guy, right. if he would even want to talk to me, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, if you're a mom or maybe you're just someone and you're like, well, I don't really have community center directors <laughs> calling me <laughs> yes. or those aren't my opportunities. You know, sometimes it's just your kids or yeah. our spouse or me and my friend Shell have this joke about at Costco, we just try to be super nice because everyone seems so grumpy <laughs> and like in a hurry. It's yes. really interesting. Like and so bulldoze you with the we're cart. like, yeah. we call it the um, ministry of Costco, but it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going in. I'm going to like spread the love of Jesus. It's a little harder now with the masks, but you know, God still can work. And just looking for someone every day, maybe if it's just one person where yeah. you're like, God, just give me your heart for someone today. Or, yeah. Help me to ask someone, yeah. you know, are you okay? That doesn't look okay. And yeah. Because yeah. I think sometimes I've had opportunities that I've missed too. And that always makes my heart sad. Yeah. You know, when I see someone and I'm like, oh, God wanted me to talk to them. And yeah. not that he's mad at me or anything, but I just think I missed out right. on just someone, you know. And I know how much it means to be on the other end too when yeah. someone's like, hey, I'm just thinking about you today or, right. or I like your sweater or, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, I think as Jesus people, like, let's just be like generous with words, with how we live everywhere we go. It's yeah. not a church thing right. or a program or it's just learning to be those people to all people, just like Jesus was. And yeah. just read about how Jesus was with people, even in the Bible. You yeah. know, I was thinking yeah. it's like, just go through him. story, yeah, story by story, you know, and how is he, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I was thinking about one heart just cause we hit, had touched on it earlier, but I mean, you've always had a big part to do with that as it's grown through the years, you know, 
you want to tell us a little bit about that or tell us more like specifically the story when God really called us to open the center specific because we had done the events yeah. for years and we've really got started just softening our heart for the center. Yeah. It just felt like it was this one time thing and then we would never see all these people again. And, um, you know, it's kind of like sometimes like other things in your life where you're like, well, we can't have kids until we have all this money or we yeah. can't start a business until we have all this cool stuff or whatever. And that's kind of always been part of our story. I feel like is God's just like start something. And so I just kept praying and started talking to Richie. And I just said, I mean, I know we don't have the resources, the leaders, a place, but God's just like, this needs to be something that we do all the time and it doesn't need to be fancy and it doesn't need to be figured out. And we had been looking at buildings for actually our South Hill church. And just one came up on the feed that was in a neighborhood that I was, and it was very inexpensive, you know, and I just drove by all by myself while the girls were at school one day and I just was sobbing. And I remember I was like, we have to get that. Like, I'm going to buy it. Like, even <laughs> if like, we just have to have a place that anyone could come, kid could come and just, that's it. They yeah. could just come get loved on. Yeah. Like it doesn't have cool toys or cool programs. And I think that's the purity of it. I mean, we still don't have things figured out. The building's falling apart. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not as much a part of that. Even right now we've let our friends kind of run with that from yeah. Seattle, but I remember just going to Kendall Yards that day on a walk and Jesus just giving me the verse out of Isaiah 61, where it's just, you're going to restore these ancient ruins, all these things that are burned down, destroyed, rotting. God's going to breathe new life into them. And I just felt like encouraged that we don't need to have this big plan. We just need to love kids. And so whatever it is today, even for you, you know, maybe it's just like, you need to call that neighbor or, you know, write your sister a note or whatever it is. Like, don't wait until it's all figured out because then you just miss out on so much. Yeah. And instead, like us, you just figure it out as you go. And it's yeah. really messy and hard yeah, and you mess up. Yeah. But that's where Jesus grace comes in and, you know, makes it amazing. And I'm sure there's people with way better business ideas. So don't look to us for that. (laughs) We more just know we want to always just have Jesus heart. Yeah. Have a heart for people. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. No, I love that about you, about just our church. I love that about just the passion. I think God's given us is just to always be focused on people and how can we love people more and serve people more and meet people where they are more. Yeah. Uh, God's, God's church is people. It is. It's yeah. not. It's not anything it's else. It's not cool graphics and yeah. cool buildings, and it's about who you are yeah. when you're not at church. And yeah, we are the church. That's such a like COVID thing now, <laughs> don't you think? Too like it's gotten overused. It's like we are the church, guys. Like we don't need services. I'm like, well, I get it, but I actually do miss services. So. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Me too. I know it's been so good starting these prayer gatherings it's been so nice to be together with some be with people yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's awesome Hmm. do you have anything like fun or practical you want to share at the end like any show or 
or like your fantasy football pick. Mm. Or, I'm not real. You, pr- I'm not real proud of my fantasy football team oh, at this I'm point. Sorry, yeah, I know it's, it's fake football. It's it is your pretend fake. team. It's okay. <laughs> it is. I tease him. <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah, I I got some work to do there. Aww. I but I tried to like include some other people in my draft, and it was good. I think that part was fun. And so um, now you got see. Yeah, no, I gotta I gotta look to those people to help me get it good because it's not going yes. good so far. Yes. I'm zero and one right now. Yes. So. And I would recommend the documentary we watched. Yes. For something to watch. Yes. Um, what was it called again? Oh, The Social Dilemma. That's right. You know, it'll scare you, but just for something to watch. It's good conversation. Yeah, there's it a lot there. Makes you a there. little afraid to go on your phone, but. <laughs> but I think it's good awareness. Fear. A good right? awareness. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, that's something we yeah. watched. New joke for us is that the algorithm told me to do it. So you'll understand yes. more if you watch that. Yeah. Yep. There is what uh, you're wearing, what you're eating. The algorithm <laughs> told me to do it. It's a new excuse your kids could give you as parents. You know, it's kind of scary. AI helped me with this decision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. So it's called the, the social, social dilemma, dilemma, which that says a lot right in that name yes. about our life right now. But, well, yeah. yeah. Gosh, I could get so preachy about all this, no. but don't let me. No, you don't okay. need to. Okay. I love you, though. <laughs> we all love you. Yes. So anyways, we love you guys, yes. and we love people, and Jesus loves people. So let's just all yeah. go love people this yeah. week. And- Praying for you that God gives you his heart and helps you love people more and more. Yeah. For the people. It's very simple, <laughs> but very hard to do. It's so true. Yes. Okay. Right. Love you all. Bye. See ya. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to stay in touch and visit the description for our contact info. We would love to be praying for you. As always, we hope this podcast encouraged you and pointed you closer to Jesus. Take care.